This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, whose scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. President Joe Biden says the U.S. will respond to a drone strike this weekend that killed three American troops at a base in Jordan. Dozens of other people were injured in the attack on a remote base near the Syrian border. NPR's Tom Bowman says these are the first U.S. deaths from Iranian-backed militias, which have stepped up attacks since the start of the Israel-Hamas fighting, and he says it's hard to say just what will happen next. This appears to be the most U.S. casualties since at least 2011 when five U.S. soldiers were killed by insurgent forces. The U.S. has stepped up attacks in Iraq in response to the recent uh, militia attacks, you know, striking missile sites and facilities, trying to avoid casualties, and again, being careful not to widen the war into a regional conflict. But there are calls now for tougher a stance, especially from some Republicans. A high-level meeting on the Israel-Hamas war has ended in Paris with no deal yet on a ceasefire or the release of hostages in Gaza. NPR's Ada Peralta reports. The meeting was intended to jumpstart negotiations between Hamas and Israel on two issues, a ceasefire and on the release of the 132 hostages still believed to be in Gaza. The intelligence chiefs from the U.S., Israel, and Egypt met in Paris along with the Prime Minister of Qatar. In a statement, the Office of Israel's Prime Minister said the meeting ended with, quote, still significant gaps. The hostages were taken from Israel when Hamas attacked on October 7th, leaving some 1,200 dead. The two sides reached an agreement for a ceasefire back in November, and Hamas released more than 100 hostages. Since then, however, the fighting in Gaza has not relented. More than 26,000 Palestinians have been killed, according to Gaza's health ministry. More meetings are scheduled to take place this week. Eiropalta, NPR News, Jerusalem. Officials in Ukraine say a Russian missile hit the central Ukrainian district of Kremenchuk on Sunday. No casualties were reported. An industrial site in the same area was also hit by a missile Saturday night. It sparked a major fire that required more than 150 people to extinguish the flames. Tax season is here, and the Internal Revenue Service is testing out a new online tool to help people file their taxes for free. But as NPR's Joe Hernandez reports, only some taxpayers are eligible for the program, at least for now. The new service is called Direct File, and it's available in English and Spanish. Right now, it's in the pilot phase, so only people in a dozen states, including California, Texas, and Florida, can participate. It's also limited to people in certain tax situations, so anyone who itemizes their deductions or earns gig income is ineligible. The IRS says it's testing out the service with a limited number of users to work out any issues before opening it up to more people. Democrats have applauded the free news service, while Republicans and TurboTax maker Intuit have criticized it. Joe Hernandez, NPR News. And you're listening to NPR News. TV and social media personality Jojo Siwa will replace Nigel Lithgow as a judge on the hit reality TV dance series, So You Think You Can Dance. Empire's Chloe Veltman says Lithgow stepped down from his longtime role earlier this month as he battles allegations of sexual assault. Fox announced the 20-year-old TV and social media personality will join co-hosts Alison Holker and Maxim Chmerkovsky with the launch of season 18 in March, following Lithgow's departure. The 74-year-old producer and choreographer is accused of assaulting former So You Think You Can Dance co-host Paula Abdul, as well as two other women in a separate lawsuit. 
Jojo Siwa was a judge on the last season of So You Think You Can Dance. She made news headlines in 2021 as the first person to perform with a same-sex partner. Dancing freestyle with her partner Jenna, it's Jojo Siwa. That was on the rival series Dancing with the Stars. Chloe Veltman, NPR News. Nellie Corder rallied on Sunday to win her hometown LPGA Drive-On Golf Championship. She beat Lydia Ko on the second hole of a playoff after overcoming a three-stroke deficit with an eagle birdie finish to regulation play. Corder won with a three-foot par putt in the 18th hole. Bullfights resumed in Mexico City on Sunday after that country's highest court temporarily revoked a local ruling that had suspended such events for more than a year and a half. Opponents of bullfighting say the sport violates animal welfare, but it's popular in the city, which houses the world's largest bullfighting arena. I'm Dale Wilman, NPR News.